At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Pick smart and look smart with the Express Football Pick'em. Join this two-part prediction pool series for free and compete for a share of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com Express now to get in on the action. All new, made to hashtag Express you. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. It is Thursday. You know what that means. The maestro himself joins us in studio. He is the VP of Circa Las Vegas, also the host of Odds On. Weekdays at 2 Eastern right here on VSIN. He is Mike Palm. Happy Turkey Day, pal. How are you? Happy Thanksgiving. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good oh. morning, Niagara Falls, New York, our loyal Nesson family that's watching. Newton, Iowa. Peekaboo, Marquis. We see you, Iowa. Pete. Um, forgot Saskatchewan. No. Listening on rogersports.net. Named after Lieutenant Governor Anady. Forgot. Uh, Dormont, Pennsylvania. Our AT&T listeners in the Pittsburgh area. And Dana Point in Southern California watching on Spectrum. We say good morning and happy Thanksgiving to all. All good. What's your typical day like today? Today, by the well, way, we'll, my we'll, typical we'll, typical day would be I would host a show with Paul because you would be gone because you know, it's your birthday and it's Thanksgiving and you travel and all that. But instead, I'm coming in to do an hour, finally an hour again. I mean, a little bit of respect. <laughs> move over, Charge. Now, uh, I do the hour today, and then I have to do odds on with them all today. So I'm, I'm sure... Most of America will be watching us and not the Lions and Bears. Of course. Yes. Absolutely. They'll be tuned in. And yep. then we'll, I'll, I'll go home and we'll go to my uh, in-laws house for Thanksgiving. Okay. Mm-hmm. 134 entries alive and well, mm. right, in Circa Survivor, up for grabs $6 million. Paulie set the number yesterday on the show at four and a half entries to not make the 10 o'clock deadline last night. And he actually thought it was short. He would go over. Are you surprised that every single entry got in? Not really, because we had this, what, in the last two weeks, there was one and none, right? So this seems to be a crew that, that's very conscientious about what's going on. Now, you argue, what, the 10 o'clock deadline yeah. that would confuse people? But we tried two to get last that out. Two last yeah, year. Yeah, we tried to get that out there uh, as much as we mm-hmm. could. So we, we were tracking it by hour. Jeff Benson would say how many picks were in 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Eric was getting a little concerned. But then 9 o'clock, we were up to like 120, and then... 9.30, we only, had, we only had two missing, 9.45, one. And then the last person got theirs in at 9.57. So Three minutes before yeah, the deadline. Three minutes before the deadline. Now, I'm actually, this is very intriguing to me because I will tip my cap to yep. the entries who went with the Lions. Right? 14 of them. 14 of them went with the Lions today. Wow, that's gutsy. And four went total contrarian and took the Raiders. Yeah, uh, and zero Saints. Zero saying, yeah. but Paulie agrees with that because he loves he loves the Bills today. Here's the interesting thing: 134, right, Mitch? There's three people with three entries. There's eight people with two entries, and then what is it? The hundred, yeah. the, uh, the other 115 only have one one entry, right? So there wasn't much. What surprised me though was this: there were 82 people with Dallas eligible. I thought there would be 82 Dallas picks. 
I honestly did. And then I said to them all, there's going to be 82 Dallas picks, and then I bet you the Bears are going to have like 17, 18, 19, 21. So a couple of the people that had Dallas available, you know, either took the Raiders on the other side if they had two, or they went with the Bears. Crazy. Number one, your staff did do a great job tweeting that out yeah. about the deadline, deadline, deadline. Yeah. How about what, tell us people what this one guy did with what he's doing. He, he has two left. Oh, yeah, there's one guy on the list with two left, and he went Lions and Raiders. Oof, he's trying to win it now. Right. Right? He well, wants to wrap it up like this shot. week. Well, maybe he feels strongly about it. I mean, would it shock you if any of these six teams won today? Not me. I mean, the Raiders look pretty dead the yeah. last couple of weeks They're and, and list, listless against Cincinnati. But this yep. is the way the yep. NFL's been now yep. for a month. I guess at this point in the game, I would say maybe the Saints. Mm. Even though the, I can't trust the Bills at all, the, the Saints have so many injuries. Mm-hmm. And because Simeon is just bad. Yes. Yeah. Simeon is very, very bad. It's been it's been a rough go for him, no doubt about it. I mean, this, but this this early game, I mean, come on. what do you, Nagy's going to be out. They, they but don't you think it. he is going to be out? Yeah, I do. But yeah. they, he has also had success against Detroit, though. And then you're back in neat kneecaps with uh they don't have a win so this and plus the lines have been horrible on thanksgiving too going back how about dallas two and ten ats run on thanksgiving yeah. so i mean did that early game nothing would surprise me in the early game well, it'll be a real chess match between, between <laughs> yes, that. right. that's exactly what it is <laughs> yes snaggy and the knee biter oh, oh god kasparov <laughs> versus uh fisher yeah there's some angle there though right that they're they're gonna play for Nagy, knowing it's his last game is it, is I don't I mean, know about that. Well, I mean, what, what, or, that? Or, or, or then the owner comes out and says the reports are untrue, and then, okay, well, we'll really show you. Well, You're not going to have a choice after we lay down on national TV. Sure, because the reports that came out, what was it, yesterday or the day before, the players were completely unhappy. He's lost a locker room. Totally was the lost report. a locker room. Yes. That was the one report. Yes. Mm. Now, do you feel if you knew for sure who the starter was, it would affect this? Like, if if you knew you were getting the beige water pistol instead, instead of fields, you'd feel more confident with the Bears? I think that if if, if Fields it was Boyle, if it was Boyle, I would love the if Bears. If Fields had not gotten injured and had played out that yeah. game and they lost to Baltimore, I think you'd see more Detroit today. You think so? Yeah, I really do. Yeah, they weren't they, scoring. They're terrible. Yep, just I terrible. Agree. Good call. You know what's funny though? Why it is so up and down? Fields just in the Pittsburgh defense is no good right now. But Fields in that second half on Monday night looked really like we actually. Yeah. The whole talking point was: Did they find something here with Justin Fields finally? All I all I can say about Justin Fields is he was six for twenty in a game at Cleveland. How can these quarterbacks be this bad in today's NFL with these rules? How can you not complete any passes? It's ludicrous. The Lions, 77 yards passing, two games completions. in a row. Yeah. How about circa millions? 76%? Jay Jarvis. We're almost in December. The story is, <laughs> the story is that I get, is that this guy was on a plane sitting next to Derek's brother, and Derek's brother started telling him about, you know, who he was, and he you know, owned Circa with Derek, and, we have these great football contests and all this, and, and the, the, the guy was convinced to come down and enter the contest. Really? Now, no now way. How, how much of that is true? I, I believe he was sitting on the airplane with them, but I mean, <laughs> did the guy never heard of it? Then I mean, no, it's next. He doesn't know American football, and I, but but this is the guy that he was sitting next to on the airplane, forty-two and thirteen. Come on, forty-two and thirteen leads Ridiculous. by one game. Yeah, that's <laughs> the other right off. And, and, and then it's a half game, a half game, a half game. Look at that. I, I mean, it's, it is amazing. Second, a third quarter now, which is five weeks, right? There's only, it's interesting, there's only seven people that went 10 and 0. It's five weeks? Yeah. This okay. one, it goes 5 4, 5, five, four. five four. Okay, yeah. thank Seven you. people went 10 and 0. Yeah. And then there's 40 people at 9 and 1, of which Love My Baxter has three, all his three of his entries are 9 and 1. All right. So he might be in the mix for the wow. third quarter. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Okay. Yeah. You got the new Corvette. Yeah. Uh, okay. How about, so, how about Booby? 
Booby now is uh, 16 and 39 is in first, then 16, 38, and 1, and then 17 and 38. So there's three people right there. And then in the second quarter, only one person's gone 0 and 10. Wow. Bronco Blue with only okay. one. Great. Uh, how many are close That's to good. him? Uh, it's hard to I didn't want to go through okay. because, you know, right. all the ones with one, but then the ones that didn't put in their picture. That's okay. right. You have to weave through it. So, so <laughs> we, I like to do this every single week with you, right? Yeah. How many? What, what do you think the percentage is going to be for the winner in circa millions? Oh. I don't. Is seventy-two and a half enough at this point? Or my? You know, no, no. I think that's still good. I think oh. seventy-three. Would, I would be my guess if would you guess to the nearest percentage. But even that, how do you sustain that? It's, I don't know. It's, it's amazing. But then there's five guys there that are with you know in two yep. and a half games of it. Yep. So you get enough entries, right? This is going to happen. Four thousand. Like, yeah, and then uh, Survivor does it make it to Christmas? Uh, so I asked four weeks ago. What are the odds that nobody goes 20 and 0? And everybody's like, oh, it's 8 to 1, 10 to 1, 12 to 1. Derek said this week it's now an underdog for someone to go 20 and 0. Do you agree with Absolutely. that? Absolutely. A huge underdog? Oh, no one's going 20. Now, with the way these picks are no made today, going. the maximum number of people that can advance is 116. There has to be 18 people eliminated by virtue of the conflicting picks. Okay. But if, like you say, I mean, if, if the Ra- Ra- Raiders and Saints win, Total carnage. Right, again, yeah. right, right. This is its own week. We might not make it through Sunday. Well, that's a thing. How about brutal well, is this sure. Sunday? S- Sunday is ridiculous. It's really hard. I think people may take the Eagles on Monday night. I mean, New England's the biggest favorite, right? You, six, six and a half. Yes, right, right. Oh, it's up to, right. That's on up to Philadelphia six and a half. Philadelphia right. at the Giants on, on, uh, okay. on Monday night is three and a half or three right now. So. Yep. Six million dollars, again, for Circa Survivor. You, you have a poker background. What if you get down to like four people and they're like, oh, we, we, we don't want to know. How does that work? Will you, can they whack? How does that work? Well, they say, I mean, they would have to reach out to Jeff and say, Jeff, I want the inf- contact information of the other people that are okay. left. And then Jeff would ask the other people, do you want to share your information? If they don't want to share it, they don't want to share it. That's their information. Sure. That's all you, all you okay. know is their, their contest name, right. right? That's all that's public. Very good. It, it would be up to the individual. So, yes. And on every single entry, right. And yeah. then they come to you and say, we've agreed to split the money. Yes. Okay. So then if you get... They, they can do that. Yeah. But I mean, we're going to play it out still, right? right? And then they have to chop it up right. when, when right. it gets done. One of them's going to win, or maybe they all go out or, or something like that. Uh, what would be interesting also is if a single person survived after whatever, let's say week 17 or something, there's one person left. He's still going to play it out all by himself for that if he still has Tampa Bay or oh, Kansas got, City yeah, available. That if he doesn't, then it's just yep. over. He gets $6 million. Under Paul's scenario, if you have four entries left... Yeah. And you get to Jeffrey Benson talking to all of them. Imagine yeah. where three are like, okay, yeah, we'll split this up. And, and one person says, nope, well, then you can't you do gonna, it. What are you going to do? Then you what? better start hedging your tickets. Jesus. Play, play against your pick, right? Oh, God. Well, you have to do it at some point. I mean, if you get late enough right. in the season. Well, I mean, yeah, of course, you, $6 million. Lock up a winner. Well, yeah. What would, if you had one entry left right now, this is a hypothetical question for you. If you had one entry left right now, what would you sell 50% of it for? Oh, God. Theoretically, all entries are worth 44000 if everybody had... The same likelihood of winning. It's a number right 44 now. Forty-four and change. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this: If, <laughs> if, a, if you're one of uh, if yeah. you're one of the wow. eighty on the Cowboys today, yeah. do you start hedging right now by taking Raiders money line? Well, how much? How much are you going to hedge? I mean, yeah. Can you get enough down in game? Do you wait to see how the game develops? Do you take yeah. a little shot at Raiders money? Maybe you cover your entry with Raiders that's money. That's kind of what I was thinking. Flop, that's right? what I was thinking mm-hmm. before the game yeah, starts. Maybe call. to cover yeah. your entry, and then that's mm-hmm. about it. How much would you sell it for? I don't know. I don't think I think I would. Depends who you have, and depends. Yeah, yeah. It depends who have I used, who I have left. I mean, that's 
Christ, I what went on the first week What if, what last if week? you had three entries? You've spent 3000 Somebody yeah. said, I'll give you 12000 for half of your half of your entry. Would you mm. take it and no. lock up the 9000 No. How much? Well, that's why I'm asking you. What's, What's the, the number? number? Everybody has a price. Everybody right. has that, a price. Right. Uh, Good next, question. No hyperbole. <laughs> biggest gaps of the week coming up. on the program here on Thanksgiving Day. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, along with the maestro himself, Mike Palmy. Here we go. This is uh, your baby. The five biggest gaps of the previous week. Now, take it easy today, right? It's Thanksgiving. It's a mm. great day. No rants, right? Okay, no, sure. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah, no, no. It's no hyperbole. Said with love. All right. Yes. <laughs> let's start out at number five, and let's go to Lincoln Financial in Philadelphia for a head-scratching decision. By one of the NFL's best coaches, in my opinion. And by the way, I hold a ticket on him for Coach of the Year. That's kind of dying on the vine here. The Saints trailed the Eagles 33-7 heading into the fourth quarter and then went on a little run. They had a 26-yard touchdown pass from uh, Simeon to Callaway and then Simeon himself a 17-yard touchdown run to pull it to 33-19. Inexplicably, he inexplicably went for two on the first one. I didn't get that move either. Um, but then another three and out by the Eagles, and the Saints found themselves in the red zone with a little over seven minutes to go. They faced fourth and seven from the 10-yard line. Seven minutes to go, down 14. He kicked a field goal. He kicked a field goal. Didn't help my plus nine on the teaser either. What are you doing? Take a shot here, Sean. Take a shot. Here's the other thing. This team had already rushed for 175 yards against. They ran the ball 50 times. You might not even... Talk about not get the ball back with two and a half minutes. How about with seven minutes left? You had to take a shot. You got to get down to one score. If you don't get it, you don't get it. What did the Eagles do? Well, they marched right down the field, took four minutes off the clock, scored, and that was that. That shows you what a lack of confidence he has in this offense right now. Yeah. That he would kick that field goal. But still, you can't kick a field goal in that spot. Number four. David Shaw thought it was weird. <laughs> Cristobal Classic. Boy, I loved, oh. I loved everything about Saturday in terms of the Ohio State-Michigan <laughs> State game. And then, and then Oregon at Utah. Did you listen? Were you listening to the call on ABC of Ohio State and, and, and Michigan State? I mean, those poor guys from ESPN, Fowler and Herb Street and our friend, the they were just dejected that Ohio State was beating Michigan State so badly in this game. How were they going to continue to vote Oregon ahead of them? How were they going to continue? I mean, Fowler wasn't even screaming like a madman during the game. Well, everything took care of itself on Saturday night at Rice-Eccles. Um... It's 21 to nothing with 27 seconds left to go in the half after Utah runs in a touchdown. They kick off to Oregon through the end zone. Oregon has the ball in their own 25 with 27 seconds left. Do you think Cristobal, whose team hadn't moved the ball at all in the first half, would just run it a couple times and go to half down to one? Oh, no, not Mario. Just like in the Rose Bowl where he threw the ball when he could have run the clock down to 10 seconds. Two incomplete passes. Doesn't even force Utah to call a timeout. And then a run on third down for seven yards. Utah uses a timeout. They're down to 16 seconds, Paul. Fourth and three. One of the best punt returners in the whole country. Back for Utah. What do you think he does? Kicks it to him. Sure. He kicked the ball out of bounds. You have three seconds left. I have to go 70 yards. Oh, no, 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 no. 
He punted, he punts the ball right to him. 78-yard touchdown run, and Herbie doesn't have to worry about voting Oregon over Ohio State again. Let me point out one other thing in this game. They're down 28 with three minutes to go in the third quarter. You're still playing. You're the number three team in the country. Why are they huddling? Why aren't they going hurry up? I don't get it. I mean, even Vrabel knew he had to start going hurry up with nine minutes left in the third quarter down three scores against the Texans. Cristobal, no bueno. All right, number three, frostbitten. I want to admit to you this, Mitch. I thought Nebraska outplayed Wisconsin on Saturday. Frost fired four offensive coaches, and they had their best offensive game there. They moved the ball at will. But once again, no special teams coach. Nope. Kick return right away to start the game. All this said, they find themselves down seven in the fourth quarter. They have the ball on the Badger 35 with 245 to go, trailing 35 to 28. What do they wind up with? They wind up with fourth and 20 from the 21-yard line with just over uh, 15 seconds to go in the game. They throw a pass, Taylor Martinez. The DB hits him early. Frost goes crazy. He has to be restrained. Gets an unsportsmanlike penalty. Here's his reaction after the game. I, I didn't get I didn't get an explanation. I, I was probably honestly too angry to ask for an explanation. What did you say? Uh, I said you need to throw a flag on me because that's I don't want to talk about it. Listen, we had we played a really good football team tonight. He didn't use his timeout. Here's the point of this, Paul. If they call pass interference, there's four seconds left. Yeah. As you saw on the on the picture, there's four seconds left. He didn't use a timeout when they had the ball at the 30, and he let the clock go from 140 to 115. He didn't use a timeout when they got the ball down to the 23, and he let the clock go from 110 to 34. What was he worried about? He was so worried that if he tied the game, Graham Mertz in the quick strike Wisconsin <laughs> offense would be able to win the game in regulation. He should get a personal foul for being mad at himself. There's not going to be anybody left to blame in Lincoln but Scott Frost. And then what's he going to do? Pay them to coach? Okay, let's go to number two. Any deal you can make, I can make worser. On Monday, Penn State gave head football Aww. coach James Franklin a 10-year extension worth $7.5 million per year. That's not the kicker. Did you see the buyout clause on this? 12? Basically, for every year that's left on the contract, they pay him $8 million. $8 million. He's making 7.5. If it's six years from now, he hasn't gone to a bowl game for three years, They haven't won, and they want to get rid of him, they got to pay him $32 million. He's there for he's there for another ten. They can't get around this. They made the buyout more expensive than what they're paying him annually. Okay. Oh my god. You get Franklin. You got Franklin. All right. Sixty-seven and thirty-two overall. He has a Big Ten title. Went to the Rose Bowl against USC. He has had three top ten finishes at Penn State in his eight years there. But if you've watched him coach, even just in the last month against Illinois or against Michigan, you would question this deal. Not to be outdone. Last night, Michigan State signs Mel Tucker, 10 years, $95 million, making him the second highest paid coach in terms of annual compensation in the country. Who's number one? Nick Saban at Alabama. Who has seven national titles? (laughs) Who's number three? Dabo Sweeney at $9.2 million a year. He's got two national titles. Who's number four? Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M, $9 million a year. He has one national title. Mel Tucker hasn't even coached in a bowl game. He hasn't even coached in a bowl game. 
Here's what Michigan State President Samuel Stanley Jr. said on the contract extension for Tucker. In less than two years, his leadership has already resulted in a program competing for top honors. Spartan fans around the country are enjoying the success of this year's football program. How much were they enjoying 29 for 31 for 373 and six touchdowns <laughs> by Stroud in the first half? How much were they enjoying giving up 600 yards at West Lafayette? Who's going after this guy? Two games LSU? over. Two games over 500. Two, two games. Five and seven, two and five, and now he's nine and two. And yeah. how are they still ranked 12th? Well, that's yeah. a that's an absolute joke. I yeah. like Penn State this weekend. This this, yeah. this race to keep these coaches is totally ridiculous. Yep. And then number one. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Yes. <laughs> Let's go back to October of 1978. Season 1, Episode 7, WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> with the station in the promotion with the turkeys at the mall. Dropping live turkeys from a helicopter. Who could forget Les Nesman's call of the turkeys as they hit the ground and the people scattering, saying, Oh, the humanity. A beleaguered Arthur Carlson, played by the late lamented Gordon Jump, came back to the office and said, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. I thought of this when watching the Lions at Cleveland game and watching <laughs> watching our guy Dan Campbell. There's three minutes to go in the game. Yep. You have third and 14, and you run a draw play with Swift, knowing that you're going to punt if you don't get it. Mm-hmm. Not only do you take another 30 seconds off the clock, but you give the ball back to one of the top three rushing teams in the country. Top three, the Cleveland Browns. He said, I was just trying to be smart with what we were doing. I thought we would get the ball back. I thought we would get the ball back. I thought turkeys could fly. One other interesting <laughs> note in this game. If you were watching this game and you came back from the break between the third and the fourth quarter, the officials were huddling and a flag was thrown. Yeah. Detroit offensive tackle. Yeah, Jonah Jackson was flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct between the third and the fourth periods, putting Detroit at first and 25 and killing the momentum on that drive. Asked after the game, but Campbell said, quote, it was something about someone's mother. <laughs> and that's no hyperbole. Oh, sweet. my God. He also He's, kicked a field goal, fourth, fourth and, and inches, yeah. and punted fourth and inches from midfield. Yep. Uh, Mike, what was going to go wrong with biting kneecaps and Anthony Lynn? Uh, nothing. Come nothing on. Could. What about the coffee? Boop. Boop, that one. Yeah. That's right. Took the play calling duties. Yes. Never done it in his life. Never. Ah, give me that. Yep. Nine in a row. They haven't scored 20 points. Nine in a row. Points bet is giving you a $10 free bet, a live bet to use during Sunday night football every week for the rest of the regular season. Place your bet this week during the uh, game that we have on Sunday night. Browns Ravens. Terms and conditions apply. Void. Where prohibited. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Uh, so today is uh, the best holiday of the year by far. We will tell you what we're betting on. Three games in the NFL, a couple of college as well. Um, yeah, that's coming up next with our in-pocket plays here on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. 
Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're on. In Pocket Plays, uh, this was a bet on the opener. Football team plus two. I'm looking right now at Circa. They're minus two and a half, minus 115. That bad boy is going to three. Yes. So, um, who knows? I, I will lose that because the closing line value in the NFL, the biggest line moves over the last month, have meant nothing. Um, Rams money line. The, we'll do more on this tomorrow. The Rodgers uh, fractured toe. That could be a problem. Holding his feet up. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. Just as long as he's not on an airplane. <laughs> taking the shoes and socks off. LaFleur been very good off losses, though. He's been awesome off a loss. But yeah. that injury, I mean, imagine sure, if yeah. Miller or, you know, um, Aaron Donald steps on the foot again. Whew. Um, and yeah. I'm here's what I'm doing so far today. Uh, tonight in the late game, Saints-Bills, I'm going to go Matt Breida, anytime touchdown. You can find this right now as high as plus 480. I'm still looking for rushing yards props on Breida and Taysom Hill. I don't see those as of right yet. I'm also going to go Taysom mm-hmm. Hill, though, with the anytime touchdown at 4-1. to one. There's no Kamara. Yep. Ingram's banged up. So what is it going to be? Yep. Tony Jones and Simeon, if they get near the goal line? This I can absolutely see gadget plays for Hill tonight. Give me 4-1 to one on him to score a touchdown. All right. I like it. And Very then they'll sprinkle in 20 more million dollars in his contract when the game's <laughs> over with. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this is moved. Michael, you know I like it. I really love the Bills tonight. Four and a half. It's up to six and a half. And uh, all the injuries. And I think the Bills... We'll find a lot about the Bills here in the next couple of games, all right? East Carolina plus 14. Tough spot for Cincinnati tomorrow in the early game. They're 7-4 uh, and four on the season. Bedlam, Oklahoma State laying three and a half. I don't see how Oklahoma moves the ball. North Texas, that's moved plus 12. I'll sprinkle in money line. Hate the spot for San Antonio. North Texas, again, has covered uh, six in a row, five in a row, whatever it is, and uh, trying to get bowl eligible with the win. Badgers laying six and a half. They win there in the Big Ten title game. Going with that as well. And... How about, uh, you know, the last time Larry the Cable Guy took over play-calling duties, it went pretty well. How about Danny Dimes, 28-1, to the lead in passing? How about that? You do that? I'm also adding Texas. So much has been made about why is Nebraska favored against Iowa? Correct. Chris Felica said it's the first time it's ever happened. A three-win team favored against a nine-win team. So there was it was three-and-a-half, four, then the Martinez news, and now Nebraska still won in some spots again. Why is Texas favored? I'll lay three with Texas. You heard Paul Stone. Uh-huh. Thompson, Thompson not going to play for K-State. They've lost six in a row in their favorite. So I'm with you. Don't be surprised if Nebraska wins. Don't be surprised if Texas wins either. And I live and breathe. Quarter unit. Quarter unit. Safety in the Bears game. Plus 850. I think it's like 75 to 1 first score of the game safety. Plus 850 a safety in the Bears-Lions game. Something crazy will happen, right? Come on. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern at betrivers.com. Mike, what do you like this week? Uh, I, you As know, the, I like the under in Bedlam a lot. Yep. I think they're, these defenses are both better than their offenses. This Oklahoma team can't run the ball. Well, the, the thing they don't want to talk about Lincoln Riley's offenses. They, they need to run the ball first. They, they, they're not a pass first team. Uh-huh. And this, and this, uh, Cowboy defense is very good. I like that game under a lot. Are you feeling great, good, indifferent about your uh, Cincinnati 14-1 to to make the playoff ticket? I believe there's only one scenario that Cincinnati doesn't get in, and that's if Alabama beats Georgia and Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma and Baylor. I think they're out. I think they'll put um, a one-loss 
Big 12 champion Oklahoma State in before Cincinnati. Really? But I don't think they put a no. two-loss Alabama in. Before. No, not happening. I, do, I just don't That's believe that. Happening. Do no. they put in one-loss Oklahoma over Cincinnati? I don't think no. so because Oklahoma was ranked down when they were undefeated. They were eighth. No. Right. I don't, no. I don't think so. I think the fear is Oklahoma State. Will we hear after mm-hmm. this week if Notre Dame blows out Stanford and they're favored by three touchdowns or in that neighborhood? Will we hear? Because we heard it with Corso. Yeah. Will other people make the case that Notre Dame has to be in over Cincinnati? How could they be? No, I, I don't Cincinnati know. Cincinnati has no loss, and they beat. They were up seventeen to nothing in the fourth quarter in South Bend. No chance at it. No chance. They would. No, just, no, no. I'm saying, will people make no. the they case? Would, is all no. I'm asking. They would they blow everything no. up. They would blow everything up. But, but it's definitely not in Cincinnati's hands. I mean, yeah. only have to go back to fourteen and TCU today. They that's win by, the thing. Win by fifty, like, and they dropped. Mike, what, if, two if, spots. Hey, hey. <laughs> if that's how you lose the ticket, yeah. And it comes down to number four, and the committee says, yeah, we're going to go with uh, one loss Notre Dame over Cincinnati. You're going to vomit. Well, here's what I'm going to have to. Now, I, it's clear my, what my hedge has to be, right? Cincinnati still has to take care of business. For sure. East yep. Carolina is an improving team. Mike yep. Houston's got them going in the right direction. And then this Houston Cougar defense is good as well. they got to take care of business. They've but, won like 20-something in a row, though, at home. But right if, if it gets yep. to Oklahoma State-Baylor and it gets to Alabama, the, the Alabama game will be earlier in the day, right? So I'll already know that result. If Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, I have to bet on Oklahoma State to win the Big 12. That will be my hedge of my ticket. And if somehow I lose some other way, I'm just going to lose it all because <laughs> I don't believe it can happen. I think they will take undefeated Cincinnati ahead of uh, Oklahoma State. I don't think so. I don't think, think so. I don't think so. I think they will. Because you're already, you're already seeing where they're at now. They have, they have a nice little lead over Oklahoma I would, State. I would bet the no on that, unfortunately. Okay. Unfortunately. Yep. Although, that, although, under that scenario, yeah. Although Cincinnati is a big television market than Stillwater, but it's a big 12 yeah. compared but, to the American. You know what I mean? For but the also, like, I mean, we all knew that Oregon was going to lose at some point. It's the Pac-12 and it's Oregon, right? Isn't the big 12 like the Pac-12 light where something's going to happen where none of these teams have one loss at the end of the year? Not necessarily. But Oregon is a, was a terrible, terrible three team. I, I said to Bear when we had him on the show, I think Oregon is the worst team ever ranked in the top four. Of course, he has a greater knowledge, and he remembers everything. He talked about a Texas A&M team that finished 6-6 six and six, that was fourth in an original ranking. And then the Michigan State team that beat Ohio State. Remember when Urban oh, Meyer yeah. refused to give the ball, uh, refused to run, run the ball with the tailback um, in that rainstorm in Columbus that actually made the playoff and then got blitzed by Alabama as being two worst teams. But this Oregon team is awful. I wouldn't be surprised if the, the Beavers go in there and beat them. They might not even be in the Big Twelve, uh, the Pac-12 yeah, championship game, Oregon. Yeah. Awesome. I'm actually, I'm still, I'm holding out this much hope. I have Oregon State twelve to one to win the Pac-12. Talk about going and getting a coach from Oregon for a major program, and talk about Cristobal. They should be talking about Jonathan Smith if you're looking to hire a coach. Ooh. Don't sign on that one. Yeah, I know. I'm with where's you. That, where's this Matt Campbell going? He's going to end up with a big job, isn't he? He's going to end up at LSU or USC. I don't know. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He's going to go what seven and five with the Iowa State team that was ranked in the top ten. Yep. And he's going to get a big job out of it. He will. He, he will. will. He, best he's team they're ever going to have. It's the best team they're ever going to have. Watch mm-hmm. out. Preseason top. No, no. That wasn't me. No, uh, no, no. expectations here. No. Given the Matumbo finger. No. Ference was under 500 against Rhodes and McCarney and all these guys. And here comes Cal. He can't beat Ference every year. You nailed it. I don't understand what's going on here. It's, it's, it's a madhouse. It's not only the crazy buyouts and the money. It's the length of the contract. You're you're stuck now if these guys are not. I mean, it's you know, and what's gone on in this country the last couple of years where they're just just ushering people out of universities and yeah. have to lay off, <laughs> have to get rid of this position, yeah. have to get. But here's twenty four million to buy out Herman and his staff, and then here comes Sark coming in, five million. That's the other thing you got to be careful of. 
You know, we, I know what we thought about Mullen, but are they going to get excited for Napier? And they got, I mean, what what's that going to look like in a couple years too? I think I mean, that's a done Sark deal. makes five million a year. He's going to he's they've lost six in a row. You think Napier? To I think that's a done deal, don't you? I think so. Napier's going to Florida. How about I the guy? So. How about the guy who Sark replaces? Herman never going to surface again at a decent school? Texas would yeah. like to have him back. Probably. I think they'd like to have Rick Barnes back too with the basketball player. Yeah. Uh, what is your drink of choice today on Thanksgiving? Oh, Day? I drink uh, I drink Moscato. I drink the uh, oh the, yeah the, the, sweet the, white, the white wine, yeah. wine. or maybe Asti. <laughs> if it's not Moscato, Asti Spumanti, Martini and Rossi, Asti Spumanti. Yeah, that goes well with everything. I think uh, I think <laughs> this is a good wine day. It's a great wine day. It really is one of the best. Yes. Also, I, I would say uh, maybe a cocktail or two. The, the, where I'm from, the Midwest, it's all about beer. I, I don't know that. how you drink beer on Thanksgiving Day. You just you pile on. You're gonna whack down 3,500 calories with a turkey, the mashed potatoes, everything else. You're gonna top it off with beer. Was yesterday a big drinking day where you guys were from? Thanksgiving, oh, one of the crazy, pits, right? Oh, Huge. People out here don't get that. You right? can't that, move at the bars, right? Because everybody's home. Oh, they go back home. Go on, right? Everybody's crazy. home. College kids are home. Sure. People are coming home to see their families. How, how big was it here, though? It's, well, we had this big onesie bar crawl, five hundred some people, so that that filled it up. We had the night's watch party for the game in Nashville, but, get, but we moved it down because it got a little windy uh, there. But it's a good bar day. It's becoming a better bar day every year. But out here, they never heard of this Thanksgiving, right? And then we. We had the Neil Young concert uh, uh, on Third Street Stage, too. So oh, we're Vince, trying to Vince build Neil. Vince Neil uh, concert on Third yeah. Street Stage. We're trying yeah. to build it uh, build it into a into a key Wednesday, right? Sure. That it's, and the Wednesday before uh, March Madness. It's build massive into big in Wednesdays. certain parts of the country, for sure. By the way, when we got here today, Mega Bar was like, for that time of the day, yeah. it was packed at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It was a good late crowd last night. Was it? How many Europa League matches will you have in your portfolio? Yeah, today? I don't. I don't know. I <laughs> tend to. I tend to. I think. Uh, I think Tottenham's going to stick it to Mura. Uh, who are these these teams? You got to look them up with their playing, yeah. right? Um, that's what Nigel liked, right? Yeah, I don't know. No, I did, today? I no, no, that's Premier League, not today. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, over yeah, the yeah. weekend, he likes them in the Prem. Uh, yesterday, though, was good Champions matches. There were some very good Champions. You keep betting this Lille under, not in France, but when they play in the in the European market, bet this Lille under. They're a very good squad. Good knowledge. Mm-hmm. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The email is always open. It's FTM at VSIN.com. FTM for follow the money at VSIN.com. Up next, I'm sure this is going to go uh, swimmingly. <laughs> we will try to agree on our power ratings for side dishes and overall Thanksgiving dishes in general coming up here on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. All right. What a day. Europa, five football games, college hoops. And you got the ponies. Top horse racing plays from Express Bet Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plonk. Gobble, gobble. Laurel Park, race one. 11.30 a.m. Eastern post time. He likes the nine at six to one. Race seven, Churchill Downs. He likes the seven, family time. Oh, of course. Makes sense. Five to one. You can bet these races and more using First Bet, the preferred horse betting app of VEASAN. Sign up with the First Bet using the code VEGAS1000 for an instant $10 free plus up to $1,000 bonus. Go to VEASAN.com slash horses for details. VEASAN.com slash horses. Also, is this our guy Arash Markazi? 
in L.A.? Don't we see the exodus of the traffic in L.A.? Is it this day? Oh, coming to Las Vegas? Everyone coming here, everyone getting out of town in La La Land. That's a good question for Mike. That'll be everyone's coming to town from L.A. Is it like high tourism this week? Again, every weekend this 15 is a joke. Yeah. You got to time out your trip? Of course. Yeah, You really kind of go opposite. I try to go opposite when the traffic is. You save yourself six hours. Yep. But... By the way, uh, I thought it was a very good appearance my, my, from my wife today. I saw, I listened as I was driving in. I picked it up after the break, and there it was. Lorraine joins the show. Okay. So, Chef, she gave some tips for Thanksgiving and a lot of feedback on this. And people said it went extremely well. And they said, Mitch, how did she get so lucky to land you? Who said this? <laughs> I want to know who said it specifically. <laughs> who said this? Paul, you said no politics today, but then I heard you say this. Where do you two stand on mac and cheese? <laughs> like it was a platform position. It's very, I, know, I was almost drove off the road. Palm, Palm Stevens at 24. Make yeah. that part yeah. of it. Yeah. It's very important. I mean, it's on, it's on the plate. It's not it, on the plate. It is all, oh, come on, Michael. It's on the plate. Are you humans? You turn, are you humans? Once I mean, you turn nine, put that stuff away, okay? Oh, the mac, mac and cheese? cheese. Oh, yes, that's God. for children, Paul. You're a disgrace. That, uh, stop. I'm a disgrace. Come on, Michael. You don't mac disgrace. and cheese. Wait, man. so you you go the you go you we agree with Matt Judon? You don't like we, mac and cheese we, at all? We don't use mac and cheese for Thanksgiving. Arthur Smith. Where's Art Smith? Pass. Where's Pass. my guy Arthur Smith? Here's There's the something Pass. wrong with you. So, you know, mac and cheese. Well, you're a, you're a big mac and cheese guy in general. Yeah, you, yeah because yeah. it's easy to make in the microwave. That's why it. he's a big mac. Right, but I mean, but you also eat it on Thanksgiving. Absolutely. With its meatballs. It's also big. It's very good with the meatballs. meatballs. He doesn't have meatballs. No, I'm not, I'm not Italian. I'm not family. I'd be great in a mafia. That was the other thing, too, with the with the girlfriend. I mean, that was, it was big with her family, too. The mac and cheese. They come out with tubs of the stuff. With the Laotians? No. The, what are you talking about? With Shauna. The, oh, the with Shauna. Yeah. The other one. It was, yeah. It was, <laughs> the other one. They're very big there. They, they, Maybe the one day Lombardi will invite you. You can go out to That'd New Jersey great. and have an Italian yeah. uh, Thanksgiving. No, that, uh, that's yeah, impressive, right? I forgot about the ham, too. I mean, the ham's important as well. A lot of people make ham. Yeah. Okay. It's a big ham day, too. Mm-hmm. It is. It's turkey first and foremost, obviously. Ham slides in there at some point. Um, I don't think we can agree as a show, though. Mike, with you sitting in today on Thanksgiving Day, by the way, very kind of you to come in for a full hour oh, today. Yeah, we absolutely. really appreciate that. Yeah. I don't think we're going to be able to agree like on a top five or top seven. Like, because you said during one of the breaks, stuffing's number one at the bullet. No, not even close. Paul agrees with yeah. me. He does agree. So does, so does my wife, Lorraine. Well, you have it, too. I, I so you act like, oh. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I know that. But <laughs> see, to me... Gravy is the key to the entire thing again because you can put it on top of everything. Yeah, it's almost a tertiary dish. It's not even a secondary dish. It's a, it, it's something that's a complement to a secondary dish. Oh, right. It's had, it should have its own category as a tertiary dish. But doesn't it marshmallow? Doesn't it enhance gravy? the turkey? No, it well, it you have to have stuffing? it on the mashed potatoes. For you sure, must you do. Have it. Yes, and I'll give you an example. And a good gravy will make the meal, and a bad gravy will ruin it. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. Yes, and I, I think you can overcome bad stuffing. Is the thing. <laughs> Right? You can overcome bad stuff. You can. And here's the example why. Because we, uh. so my wife actually picked up stuff last night from a, from a restaurant here in town to bring home. And it was like a 12-pound turkey, gravy. The gravy was unbelievable. I mean, it would even, you guys would admit it. Was, they made the stuffing with like innards of the turkey. We didn't know that going in. I took one bite. I'm like, what the hell am I eating? So You have to inquire about what's in the stuff. Oh, you have to. If they put too much celery in the stuffing, ruins it. Okay, so ruins then there it. you go. I don't like too much. A, if a faint, Good call. a faint hint of celery, okay, but some people dominate yeah. the stuffing with celery. All right, power rating back up. Good job. Where are you at with pumpkin pie? I want to tell you something. You inspired me, Mitch, with your because we were texting these lists yeah. to each other yesterday with the pumpkin pie 
cheesecake. Yeah, big to the point where we went to Olive Garden last night and had dinner because I know they have the pumpkin. The only ones I know serve the pumpkin pie cheesecake are the Olive Garden and the Cheesecake Cheesecake Factory. factory. And it's only available for like five and a half weeks a year. Oh. Like the second week of December, like, no, there's no more of it. They shut it off. It's so good. At Olive Garden, it's so good. It's so good. Yes. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know the one at Cheesecake Factory used to be, I haven't had it in a long time, used to be lights out. You, so give us your list then. Well, we got Paulie's list. Okay. Oh, now. sorry. Okay. Yeah, Paul, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, the, the, they asked for side dishes, and I'm like, what's all this stuff? Casserole, green beans. I get that out of my oh, face. God, I don't that's go, good. Yeah, to me, it, yeah. Stuffing, a lot of gravy, mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, meatballs. That's it. Simple. I mean, that's just. Is that all so, stuff you can make? My, is, I, that, I is that why it's simple? I can't cook any of this. None of it. And I, I tip the cook, or I'm go somewhere. I, uh, I've cooked since 97. Forget about it. Now, the rolls I can do. That's easy. Come in there. Or the mac and cheese. Does the, does the chef also give you the meatballs? Well, they said. Or are no. you talking about just meatballs maybe in general? Maybe again? he's going to Andiamo for Thanksgiving. <laughs> are you guys oh. open? Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, they do the special dinners. Huge special dinner on Thanksgiving. Oh, very good. Yeah. Joke and elephant. Yeah, absolutely. I'm oh, number so one. I, well, well, you were you had a, you had a retort. You were disgusted and appalled, like I was with humans list. Well, come on. I, I mean, thought it was no, it was satire, wasn't yeah. it? It couldn't yeah. be. <laughs> it can't be it serious. Was a, it was offensive. It can't. Yes, it was offensive, but I I think he meant it to be offensive. I thought he was. I think so too. I think he's under the. You know, for a long time, he was under the tutelage of Ben Fox, right? He took Maddie under his wings and really taught him about the business. And now he's under the tutelage <laughs> of the new, there's a new social social guru here. So I think maybe they took Maddie under, and he's like Greg. He's he's doing extreme things in order in order to get attention. That's what I'm hoping. He's because under, that can't be a serious <laughs> list. He is under this <laughs> no. spell from the no. McRib somehow. Come on. It's he's, an obsession. Yeah, it really is. He's got a problem. It he needs a 12 steps off of McRib. Yeah. Yep. He really does. Show him the video of him being Evan being made. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, do it. I'm ahead. number one stuffing. I love deviled eggs. Hard to get them. Oh. People don't make them. People have taken off their menu. Um, green bean casserole. I mm. almost ranked this too. It was tough. Really close between two and three. It can be very a good. good. A, huh. Oh, it could be. It depends on who makes it, but sure. it can be. It can be very, very good. Got to have your mashed potatoes and, and Mitch's gravy. Nobody's mentioning cream corn. No. I got to represent the state of Iowa. Cream good corn. For you. Some sort of corn has to be on the menu. A good homemade biscuit. I forgot that. I go this biscuits and rolls. This is the one you said yep. good call. Now, this Crab, is a game stuffed changer. shrimp. Hello. Every Thanksgiving we have this. You do? Really? Crab, stuffed shrimp. Very, very good. I this is something that, that uh, the family makes? Yes. The father-in-law. Okay, well, I'll, I'll yeah. buy in. Yes. For You've sure. You've got to try it. It's excellent. And, it, and it's every Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. Yes. I, okay, I'll buy. Mm-hmm. See, you, you got me with devil dance. So. You, you don't like devil dance. Oh, my God. Mike, in high school, true story. When lunch at the cafeteria, they would have deviled eggs like every single Thursday. My friends knew like the thought, the, the idea of of somebody putting a deviled egg in there. It was like an, a reaction that I would have. I would almost throw up on the yeah. spot. Yeah, they would go load up their plates with like these deviled eggs and sit right next to me. I'm like, because uh, of the smell I, I of it got to you. All of it, the the smell, the sight. I'd have to get up and leave. In college. One night I drank a fifth of Goldschlager. (laughs) (laughs) And to this day, the smell of it makes me vomit. Yes. To this day. Oh, yeah. To this day. Now, here's an interesting phenomenon. And you said your wife makes a different type of cranberry sauce with oranges. Oh, so good. I cannot stand cranberry sauce. I don't blame you. I cannot stand it, but I love the bobby. I love it. We have a a place here at Capriati's. It's a sandwich shop, and they're famous... It's it's like it's the it's turkey stuffing cranberry. I love the bobby, but I cannot eat cranberries at Thanksgiving. I don't I don't know how to. But you'll have it. that sandwich loaded with yes, cranberries. Yeah, the, how they make it. I love it, but I can't eat cranberries at Thanksgiving. I don't. I, are, how big are you into the leftovers? I mean, first of all, we haven't yeah. talked enough about the leftovers I today. Love the leftover stuffing. That's the whole key to it, right? I'm with you guys too. I can't. I don't like white meat. 
too dry. Too dry. Right? It can be too dry. Lorraine says cut it very thin, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But the dark meat, I think, is much better. Dark meat with stuffing, mashed potatoes and gravy, maybe. yeah, great leftovers. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. absolutely. No special message? What, what special message? You get everyone all teary-eyed and emotional. Well, I mean, I'm going to start repeating myself after three or four years here. No. Uh, you know, thanks, thanks. think about the first Thanksgiving, right, and, and the pilgrims that came over. And, you know, they came with 152 people and were left with 53 a year later when they first celebrated. So they are giving thanks. They lost 99 people out of their party. They lost the majority of their party. They faced terrible weather, plague, and yet they still find time to have thanks and to appreciate the situation they're in. And, I mean, that's really the whole thing what this is about. We talk about football and, and food and a parade and overstuffing ourselves and all this, but it's really about being thankful for what you have. There's a song by Passenger, you know, Let Her Go. You never love her till you let her go. We should appreciate these things before we don't have them anymore. Your attitude is the one thing that you control in life. You wake up every morning, you have to make a conscious decision that you're going to be happy. It's not an easy decision to make because there's a lot of problems in the world and there's a lot of struggles in our own lives. But if you don't make that decision, you affect everybody else that you come in contact with. And you ruin their day and you ruin that relationship. We are very thankful here at VEASAN for our families. We are very thankful for our family that we work with, all this tremendous staff that you don't see on camera, the producers and the techs. But most importantly, we're thankful for you that we get to come into your home every single day, whether it's by TV or radio, and talk about the stuff we're doing every anyhow, watching sports and betting on sports. Well so thank said. you to you. On that note, to oh, yeah. book Dustin, Sergio, Dan, Tony, Carlos behind the glass on their Thanksgiving day. Fellas, A+. Great job. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it.